Let's get to sport. And Darcy Watergrave, Sports Talk host, is with us right now. Hey, Darcy. Hello, Heather. The Miami Heat have got their act together, have they? Yeah, they did. And they did it in a rather convincing faction up against Boston. So they went through all of that Boston to come back from that 3-0 deficit to take it to a seventh to be the first team in US basketball history to actually come back in a playoff series from threes up down. And they corked it. And they didn't get it done. And there's a few people on Twitter saying, well, I don't know. It would have been best to be swept, actually, because all of that hope suddenly at home mm just went up in flames and not to be done. So, yeah, the Heat have got it. They're up against the Nuggets. That uh, final series starts on Thursday. And from what I can gather, not being a basketball aficionado at the NBA level anyway, if the Nuggets don't destroy the Heats, there's something going horribly wrong. I think the way it's uh, worked with the seeding is that the Nuggets are number one seed and uh, the Heat are number eight. They actually got through a, a play-in system toward the end of the series to actually qualify for the final series. And they're the first team since they've started doing that to actually get through from number eight oh, yeah. to get into a final series. And saying that, they've only had that uh, whole playing concept for a couple of years. So it's only it's only a new trick. The essence here is uh, Jokic up against Butler. And uh, this guy, Nikola, is something else. He's been the freak show of the competition so far. So Jimmy Butler might be able to do something. But I think that all the favoritism is leaning towards the Nuggets to get this thing uh, done. And I still think the NBA must be dark on it because they would have loved it if they had it. The Celtics up against the Lakers, an old school fist fight. Instead, they've got something that's probably not quite as fashionable or cool or hurt, but there you go. David Havili's out and Cullen, Cullen Grace is Cullen out. Cullen Grace, yeah. Cullen Grace has got a dislocated kneecap and apparently he's come back from these before, but he won't be back. The, the, the thought process from uh, assistant coach James Marshall is they're unlikely to have either of these two players back by the end of the season, uh-huh. so they won't be there. David Havili, of course, is a huge issue. He's got a hamstring, uh, and he's got more scans coming up this afternoon. We'll know a little more about that, but he won't be playing. It's more of an all-black situation for him because he's one of the all-black midfielders that we are really going to rely on with his kicking skills and his nous. Everything about that guy is gold and we need him for the World Cup. Look, mm. there's a log jam in the middle there anyway. Number of players in the midfield, but to lose a David Havili ahead of the World Cup would be fairly brutal. And it's not great for the Crusaders. They've got the Hurricanes coming up this weekend, but they have qualified second in Super Rugby. And short of the Blues uh, absolutely destroying their opposition come this weekend and the Hurricanes smashing the Crusaders. The Crusaders should keep that second spot in the Super Rugby Plus. But it's still there's still a chance. And we're going to talk about this tonight. It'd be interesting to hear from people there. We've got a Highlanders team that's managed to get their way up to eighth. They've had an awful year. They've really stunk up the joint. Yet here we go. Only a week out from the finals time and they've got a chance of actually getting through the finals. And if they do, they're one game away from progressing. Is that fair and right when you look at the depth of the season? Is it, is it? We've got a Chiefs team that have been the runaway successes. They've been fantastic all season. Yeah. They are the shining light of Super Rugby, yet in one game they might be flicked out of the whole competition. So the advantage is a home advantage, and that is it. That's all they get for being the top of the competition. I don't think structurally that's what right What is the one game in which they get flicked out? Well, they play 1v8, and if they, if they lose, they're out. That's it. See you later. Well, one should beat eight easily. What they should, but the way teams come together, and it is rugby, and things can happen, and the Highlanders, we don't know the Highlanders are definitely at number eight yet. They may or may not be, but it's looking like it. But is that fair and right that you do all that work throughout the entire year to dominate, to win, to position your players in the right place, to pick them, to work through the rest and rotation period, to get number one, and your reward is the chance 
that you might actually get gassed out of the competition. But Dallas, you're playing a sucky team, they're right. Well, yeah, but the thing is that the the Highlanders have developed and they've gotten better throughout the season. So what I'm interested in, I'll be interested in the talk this afternoon, this evening on that, 0800-880, yes, plug in there, is whether it should be changed, the system, so it gives more of an advantage for a team that was the standout team. How do you give more more of an advantage? um, You have a system where one plays four, two plays three, you win the first week, you have a rest the next week, you go through. So it's the structure best of rather of that, than yeah. And, and is it is it a top win. six? Is it a top eight? Should it be a top four? How is it going to be best served for the benefit of everybody and Super Rugby? It's a conversation piece. Yeah, totally. Hey, Darcy, thank you for that. Darcy Watergrave will be back seven o'clock this evening for Sports Talk. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from four pm weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.